Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at ServicePatriots.com slash the fan. This is Dirt and Spray. Uh, Dirt got fired. <laughs> um, he's looking for a job. Don't hire him. He's just to stay away from the guy. It's uh, Sports Radio, 1080 The Fan. Not with Dirt. Sorry, dude. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Spray. What is a Spray? You can just call him Craig. Yeah, that's your new name, Craig. Dirt and Spray on 1080. I'm here to support a friend and a word calling. You don't know what love is. Love you very much, Francie. The Fan. Hey, let's do this final hour. Dirt and Spray here on Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan, 99.5 HD2, the Odyssey app, and YouTube. It's happening, everybody. Hope your Thursdays are going great. Thursday Night Football tonight. We'll get to that in a bit. Got a lot to get to in the final hour of the show. I got a question that I think I'm going to disagree with Ken's answer on. Okay. Well, on the line is the host of You Better You Bet, Odyssey Sports betting insider Ken Barkley. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to the You Better You Bet podcast. For more Ken Barkley's analysis, just search You Bet wherever you find your podcast. I'm not like a dirty person. He's not a dirty person. He's a clean person, and he is here to answer <laughs> yeah. our questions. Uh, I'm going to start, Ken. Do you struggle to eat an above-average to large-size cupcake. Costco-size cupcakes, Ken. Costco-size cupcakes. Do I do I struggle to eat it? Yes. Do like you end I, up, like stu- like how do you eat it? Your strategy? Do you end up with things all over your face? Oh yeah, definitely. Cupcakes are brutal, honestly, from like a, a messiness standpoint. Like they're designed. It's just it's like the dumbest idea, right? Because they're literally designed to not be the thing that they are. Like, they're designed to be like, well, I don't want to pick up this cake and take a bite out of it, because that would be ridiculous. So, like, let, here's a miniature version, so I can, like, properly eat all of the same things about a cake, but I don't get messy. And it's like, well, what happens at the end? Be like, I get really messy. Like, okay, so how about just pick up the cake and take a bite out of it then at this point? Um, not a cupcake guy. think they're, like, delicious, but kind of like, what's the point? Like, I'll just cut off a giant piece of cake and eat that instead. <laughs> Uh, Ken, that's a great answer. My co-host literally just got a cramp in the middle of your answer. Stood oh, where? Where are we cramping? We got a little Charlie. Oh, we got a left, left got? hamstring right now. Yeah, I think inside oh, groin, no. something's oh, going no. on. 
Oh, this isn't out. good. Not I need, good. I need the IV. But you just thank you, not Ken. Good. That was a wonderful answer, and you no. proved my point, and so I appreciate yeah. that. That's not at does all. That okay. off, does that go off when there's a trap line? That, like, there's, like, it's, like a muscle. it's like when you're an old guy and your knee hurts when there's bad weather. Well, the, just like, oh, there's a trap line. My yeah. leg. <laughs> yeah, oh, I got man. a cramp. This is a double trap. Yeah. The, the thing about yeah. this, Ken, is he's, he's celebrating as if he scored a touchdown because you said it's a little messy. When yesterday it wasn't about is it messy at all. It was more... He said, I don't know how to eat a cupcake. And we were like, what? And like, then oh, he dove into in, it more. In mini bites. Right. In yeah. mini bites. In mini bites. So or you just uh, eat a piece so of cake the, like an adult, you know? Is the, is the first bite of a cupcake, because I've, I've seen people that do like, they start, start from the bottom and then like go like mouth over the icing, or do you start at the icing and then like if you don't get the bottom of the cupcake, that's totally okay. Right. It's not an easy thing to I do. I don't it's know a what the right answer is. Yeah, no, yeah I, we need an expert on this on here. Yeah, like yeah, where's somebody from like the Great British Bake Off? We could have them next week. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good idea. A panel. Yeah. Um, I, I want to get to some of the bigger games: Detroit, Baltimore, Miami, Philly. But I, I do want to ask you this. This is the question that I think I'm going to ask you, and actually still disagree with your answer. But I'm still curious, nonetheless, to hear it. <laughs> Can't wait. Glad, glad we're being open minded about everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So. I've obviously been burned, which leads to the question here, but I'm genuinely curious from somebody that you know, uses numbers more so than feelings. I believe that the Tennessee Titans and the Chargers are the two teams you don't gamble on and you don't gamble against. Their coaches and their situations are too volatile. I don't care what metrics you use in any matchup. None of it matters because Brandon Staley is, is growing a beard to make it look like he's working hard when in reality <laughs> he's just doing it because he's going through a midlife crisis. There is zero chance I'm touching a Charger game the rest of the season. I'm curious your answer on this. Do you take into effect the coaches and how unpredictable their teams seem to be week to week? Uh, like, sort of, to answer your question. So I actually think you've hit on something that's kind of interesting, which is I think you thought I was going to say, no, you idiot. Yes. I think that's what I thought you were. Yes. Yeah, okay. That's, that not what, that's not what I'm going to say. I do think, and this is going to get a little, like, astrological almost, I do think teams have personalities to a certain extent of like how they like to play and in certain situations, big favorite, big dog, you know, especially NFL teams where, you know, 80, 90% of NFL games are one possession games. They're all really close. It's probably not 80 to 90%, but it feels like it's 80 to 90%. They're all really close games. The games get really compressed at the end. And this is what you're talking about with the chargers, right? Like the, and the Vikings, I think would be another team you throw into this where the Vikings have literally every game, the Vikings have played the entire season has been a one-possession game. It's landed one possession. And what I would just say to people is like, all right, if that's the personality of the team. I saw somebody with Chargers on Monday night, and it was so funny. Like, before the game, I, I followed somebody on Twitter. I think they said, I don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to be a tie or three-point game with three minutes left. Why don't we just fast-forward to that? Like, why don't we just fast-forward to it? Because that's how every Chargers – and, like, yeah. that's actually kind of an astute observation because it was correct, and it's always correct. Like, and it's always right. Okay, so here's my thing. If, you, if this is something that you're, like, certain of, that you know is true, okay, like, the Titans play a lot of close games, even if they're, like, not as good or they're better than the other team, whatever. The Chargers, I mean, we have got chargering as, like, a verb that we use, like, if they're going to play close games. If the Vikings are, okay, find ways to make bets where you win when that happens. Like, that's my, that's my answer. Like, you actually, you know something that's, like, correct, now apply it. Like, now create bets that, like, work the problem. Okay, like, what are some bets you could do? Okay, uh, teasers involving those teams. The Vikings the last two years has been, have been the best teaser team in, like, NFL history. They've covered every teaser, like, for, like, 28 consecutive weeks, basically. Like, that's all they do is play close games. Okay, create a bet where if they play a close game, you just win. Like, create that bet. Mm. You could even play, like, 
exact score ranges, like Chargers lose by one to six. I would bet you that bet's hit like 19 times in the last five years or something, and it probably pays like six to one or something stupid depending on the game. So just like you're like you're right, but my thing is like rather than to just be like, oh, you're right, like ha ha, that's funny. Like no, 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 like you're actually kind of onto something, and we do tease teams in games that we think are just like you know the way we ask it on our show is. Like, is this a team that can win a game by margin? Like, their opponent, right? So, like, you know, the Bills can win a game by margin. We'll talk about Dolphins-Eagles. Both those teams have demonstrated an ability this year and last year to win a lot of games by margin. They have the offenses that can do that, right? They can rush the passer. There's a lot of teams in the NFL. There might be, like, 18 teams that are, like, almost incapable of winning a game by more than seven or eight points, right? Like, it's like do the, are the Falcons going to win a lot of games by margin? Or is any team in the NFC South? going to win a lot of games? Are the Patriots going to win a lot of games by margin? So if you can create teaser bets, especially in those games with those teams, like are the Commanders going to win by margin against the Giants? They'll probably win a lot of the time. They're going to win by 10. Are they able to win a game by 10? Hmm. They're going to beat Arizona, like barely. So just, yeah, I think that's how I would work the problem. Like I actually think you're smart and you're on to something. That sounded like a long-winded answer to tell me to gamble the Chargers plus five and a half this weekend, Ken. So, so can you pull that cut? I actually think you're smart and onto something. Like it might be the only time Ken says yeah. that about anything. You I always say. pull my sound bite. You always pull me saying stupid stuff. Are you How about somebody saying I'm right? It's so good. Well, I hey, I, it's not my turn to ask a question, Ken. <laughs> but I actually have a very good gambling note that I want to throw at you and see how Ooh, tasty good you gambling think it note. is. Okay, hold on. Let oh, me get to my. Oh, I got to ask first, though. Okay, so we you mentioned we got to get to it. I do. I do want to get to it. We we my co-host and I are on opposite sides. Of Sunday Night Football. I'm glad that the NFL scheduling model has finally worked where it's like, hey, good game, primetime. Thank you. Two of the best teams in the NFL. Uh, I love Miami this weekend. How are you feeling? Wait, hold on. Let me find it here. Uh, what's the play? What do we think of our Sunday Night Football? I actually have two what's the plays tonight. Yeah. Can, we, can we play what's the play twice back to back? What's the play? What's the play? <laughs> yeah, there we go. It's a, it's a double. Uh, <laughs> that, that didn't sound as funny as I thought it would have sounded stupid, but that's okay. <laughs> Uh, like, why, like, why are we playing it again? Why are we doing that? Uh, I really like the Eagles, really like the over. Uh, I think, yeah, sorry. Fly, sorry about that. Um, so, you know, you know how we, uh, I'm a little worried about the injury report. Like, Devontae Smith didn't practice yesterday. I don't know if Lane Johnson's going to play. So, like, it may not be as great as I think it is as a spot. Just think about how everybody talked about the Niners entering last week's game, right? They just beat Dallas on Sunday night football. And kind of the consensus was, like, this is the best team in the league. Brock Purdy's going to win most valuable player. Like, he's ahead right now. Shanahan, what an unbelievable job. Is this a historically good team? Like, that was how we everybody got themselves into a lather about the Niners last week. And, like, I was on our show last week being like, this is the worst time to bet anything involving the Niners. Because look at what people are saying. Like, you think the prices are great right now? The prices are terrible they're like Brock Purdy's almost the favorite to win MVP why would you ever bet Brock Purdy right now so there was like a bubble on the Niners and boy did it burst against the Cleveland Browns right and now we kind of think of the Niners as just a good team that's that's the Dolphins right now that's what's happening they played back-to-back fake games which don't which shouldn't even count and don't matter and nothing about those games is going to tell you about what's going to happen in this game now that doesn't mean the Eagles are going to win like they have to win but the Dolphins have basically played two like NFL teams this year and the other four games are against the Broncos, the Patriots, the Giants, and the Panthers. Like those are their four. Those are four of their wins. They beat the they beat the Chargers in Week One. That game was to the death, and the Chargers ran for about 250 yards in that game. I was at a 37-34 final, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then they played the Bills and got completely dump trucked. So, like, what about those two games makes you think they're going to go into Philly and like give you this awesome transcendent performance? 
I, I think like I know what the Dolphins are. I think they're like a really good team that's not quite as good as the best teams in the league. I think actually we have them nailed. I think it's almost exactly what they were last year too. They're really good. They're going to make the playoffs. But like I, I don't want them like where they have to win the game in Philly to cover the number. That sounds terrible based on what we've seen so far. So mm-hmm. I like that, and I think the Eagles are literally going to score every time they have the ball. So I like the over. I, I, it's it, so good. It sounds like I found myself in a bit of a trap here. A little bit of a trap. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think my feet are in the trap. <laughs> or it could be a double trap. <laughs> double trap. Oh. You're right. Oh, Maybe you're right. Yeah, okay. yeah. Don't forget, that was this show. The double trap trap. <laughs> yeah. That's a real my thing. Hamstring's <laughs> my hamstring's acting up. My hamstring's acting up over here, so it might be a double trap. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to – it's kind of a two-parter. More One question's pretty quick, but – but I want to get to the Baltimore-Detroit game. Massive game in the NFL. I'm, I'm super excited for it, even if it ends up being ugly because the weather's bad. Do you have a side of either one of those teams? And that's the first part. The second part is this. I said this last week on BetQL. I said it this week on The Fan. I, I think, Ken, what's brewing here for me when I look at Detroit-Baltimore isn't so much the game itself. It's if Detroit goes in there and wins. I looked right now on BetMGM. Jared Goff is 25 to 1 for MVP. And I heard you and Nick talk about MVP stuff last week and how you're kind of eyeing it, how it's not Mahomes, but it could be Mahomes at the end of the year because one of the narratives for MVP ends up being team record. If you look at the at the Lions schedule, if they get past Baltimore, it's a pretty favorable schedule going well deep into the season where they could really rattle off some stuff. Goff is top 10 and top 5 in almost every statistical category. And while that coach is more represented by the play or the coach more so than the quarterback, I think there's really good value for Jared Goff MVP. So what are your thoughts on that? So I I agree with everything that you said up until Jared Goff for MVP. So like I actually agree with like all that. Like I agree that if you look at the Lions schedule, it sets up for them to have a monster record, uh, especially if the Vikings end up tanking. They play the Vikings twice in the final 3 weeks. Like, it looks like Cousins isn't going to get traded. But, like, if they're really bad, like, that's, that helps, obviously, too. They only really have one tough game after this game. So I agree with you on, like, like I bet Lions adjusted win total overs prior to last week's games, right? I bet over 10.5. I have over 11.5 like plus. Like, I think they're going to win 12 or 13 games a lot of the time. My only thing is, like, when that happens, my disagreement is 100% of the credit of that goes to Campbell, and he wins Coach of the Year in a landslide. Mm. Like, I think that's actually what happens. He's, like, too likable. He's too popular. He's too, like, front-facing. Like, everyone knows who he is. He gets – remember, the, the narrative of them being good right now is not golf. The narrative is, oh, man, they have all these injuries, and they're winning anyway. Like, who do you think gets all that stuff, right? Like, that's, that's what their season has been about so far. So I know this is, like, sounds so subjective. I like to feel like I have a really good idea how voters for awards think about stuff. I do really well in these markets. Mm-hmm. I, I totally get it. Like, the Lions are going to be really good, so maybe their guy can win MVP. I think if they win, like, that many games, 13-14, it's Campbell unanimously and not even close. It's one of the reasons why I haven't been coach of the year a lot. He's the favorite, and he should be. Uh, I think there's, like, almost no chance Goff wins against, like, his contemporaries on the other teams. Mm. That's a, I, I see the point there on the coach. He is, he is the face of that franchise. No doubt. very often. Uh, and they're not going to get both. They're no. not a team that's going to get both. No, like, they're never winning that many games. Like they're not. They're, they already can't. Basically, if they I, lose one more time. They can't get. Both. I think New England. I might be wrong. I think New England was the last team to have both. Whereas Coach of the Year and MVP that's seventeen and zero season. And, I mean, what was, uh, and what was their record? Yeah. They were undefeated. Well, actually, <laughs> yeah. uh, that's not true. The last, the last one's Lamar and Harbaugh. Oh yeah, like, okay. Uh, fourteen and two. But like that's fourteen and two in a sixteen game yeah. season. And I, I actually, I lost a lot of money on that. I had Kyle Shanahan to win Coach of the Year. That's the year the Niners went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and. 
Kyle Shanahan has come in second for coach of the year. He's never won it before. He's come in second twice. He improved the Niners record nine games and they gave it to Harbaugh anyway. And I was like throwing things in my apartment. Like I was like, really, <laughs> it was like a close vote. Too. It was, I was very upset. Last one for you, Ken, quickly, because we got to go. What is your favorite play of the weekend? Oh, oh man. Oh man. I need like a minute on this because I got to scroll down. Uh, okay. In college. Uh, I think Auburn beats Ole Miss in like an upset. Get Hugh Freeze gets like a signature win this year. They're about a touchdown dog at home, mm. so that'd be Saturday. Uh, I get like honestly like Eagles in the over in that game. Oh, and one more total. I really like the over in the Packers Broncos game, which is currently forty five. Broncos still a historically bad defense. The Packers look like they should have a good defense, except none of the numbers support that, and now they're playing each other. Okay, great stuff. He's the host of You Better You Bet, Odyssey Sports betting insider Ken Barkley. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. What's the play? One of our favorites. We'll talk to you again next Thursday. Thanks, Ken. All right, sounds good, guys. Thanks. There you go, Ken Barkley. I do. I, I, look, I made the same point. I said, you know, you look at the Lions, you think of the coach more than you think of the quarterback, which doesn't always happen in these instances I just think it's it's uh, kind of adding to it. If they go thirteen and four, his numbers are good. Like his yeah. numbers are really good, and I I disagree a little bit. I think he is starting to to get some of this credit. Like Field Yates tweeted out his stats last seventeen games. I'm just saying the Lions become a one two seed and get past the Eagles or Niners for one of those. I, I could see that scenario of Coach of the Year. And MVP, if his numbers hold true and they win some of these big games. And there's no candidate right now that's a runaway freight train no. that's numbers are head and shoulders above Two is ahead else, of him so. for sure, right? Yeah, Josh Allen's but, probably ahead of him, but yeah. I, I I, just think it's lingering, and that's good value. I'm looking at value bet. Good value right there. I'm with you on that. Uh, how, how concerning is this? Let's get to that coming up next on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome back in 823. If you watch on YouTube, you can see me get a cramp in the middle of an interview. So that was fun last segment. <laughs> was so, I was like, what is he? It looked like you had an in your pants. <laughs> yeah. 
Swag didn't even see it. He somehow no. missed you standing up and dancing yeah. around on one leg. I did. Left hamstring cramp. When they get you, man, they get you, and it hurts. That's the commander's bet, basically. Your left leg, it's left hand up with the commanders. You get a cramp in your left leg, you're betting the commanders. Is that a sign? I got I to gotta gamble the commanders again. I was saying, don't gamble them. Why is that spread oh. so low? Yeah, that's the Giants a, are terrible. It's a fishy spread. I've already sniffed it. <laughs> it doesn't smell good, Bob. I, I wouldn't could. go near it. Commanders are winning bets. They're winning tickets left and right right now. That's all I got to say Just about that. Just when you think the Giants is sleeping and wakes up and steps on you. <laughs> Other than when they played the Bears on Thursday night and they got killed, but let's just rule that one out. Uh, I want to get to this. So I saw this yesterday. Concern, not concerned. What do we make of it? Not surprised. Just curious. You're, you're an NBA bro. You're into the NBA. Yeah, for now. <laughs> you're slowly becoming a hockey fan. I love it. So there was a report that came out in the Wall Street Journal yesterday. Gambling's fun. <laughs> yeah, winning money's winning money. No matter, lines. What, no matter what sport it is. A <laughs> uh, story that came out in the Wall Street Journal yesterday. The two main uh, partners of the NBA we all know are ESPN and TNT, Turner and ESPN. And the Wall Street Journal reported yesterday that both of them are looking for a reduced role in broadcasting the NBA. The NBA's got their TV media deal coming up. They're trying to re-up and figure out what they want that landscape to look like. Hmm. ESPN did this with Major League Baseball. Remember, they used to do, like, Wednesday night regular season games that nobody watched, and they were like, yeah, we're not going to pay for that anymore. Well, they still do those on Sundays. They still do the Sunday (laughs) game that people don't watch, and now they have a secondary broadcast of it that's even worse than the normal broadcast of it with two New York people. The K-Rod. Yeah, that's what we all want to see, what Michael K. thinks about the San Diego Padres. (laughs) Um, So there's a report that ESPN and TNT are looking to potentially scale back ESPN or excuse me MB, the NBA has the desire to add a third or fourth broadcast partner to make up for that there's a uh, rumor that streaming is a route that they might go with a Apple game of the TV. week on Apple TV or Amazon uh, and that path is there concern isn't the right word I'm just curious what you make of the what the future TV footprint of the league will look like I, I don't I don't you know I don't know I can't pretend to know I can just go off what I've read uh, last week the NBA sent out randomly Still one of the most random things they've sent out in a while. Uh, We've done a study that says load management actually doesn't take injuries down. Everybody said, can you cite your homework? And they didn't respond. Yeah. There's a lot of reports and rumors that this uh, they're they're trying to throw that stuff out now because they're hearing that from ESPN and TNT of saying why are we paying for all these games? No, that's that is yeah, that's exactly your stars what it is. are not playing yes. on Thursday night, so why are we giving you X amount of dollars? That's my point of bringing it up. Yeah. That didn't come out on on a random day last week on accident. That was on purpose because they probably all these things get ideas that certain things are leaking, right? Like politicians, celebrities, most of them are alerted that. Hey, this is going to hit tomorrow, and it's going to hit hard. And, like, they get a warning. I think the NBA had the same thing, that this story was going to come out. And, you know, we'll see what ends up happening in the actual negotiations. But I will tell you, as an NBA fan, a longtime basketball fan, I get it. I'm I'm done defending it. I'm just over it. I think Silver is becoming a bad commissioner, not a good one, not a great one, a bad one. I think, uh, God, that is so loud when you say that stuff in my ear. It is ridiculous. But I, I think he's he's in a bit of a tough spot here. His biggest story for his league on a week out from opening night is whether or not a guy is going to play for a team or sabotage their season. On a $40 million contract. Please point to me NFL storylines that go into the season with that stuff. It's ridiculous. It's childish. And I'll even add it. The content creators, the biggest content creators of this league, I think they do a real disservice the way they cover the league. Not necessarily TNT. I think they do the fun thing, right? Barkley's going to give the hot takes, and we'll joke about how he's fat. And then ESPN basically tells you, we don't really care. We're just going to play commercials in between the games. 
Well, one of the biggest podcasts out there, even if you don't listen to it anymore, and I get why, Bill Simmons. I'll use Bill Simmons, who just talked about podcasting at a, a conference. He did his over-under win totals of teams. I just wanted to hear just a blurb of, you know, what they thought of the Blazers, because I think they're going to go on the under. And you know what I hear? I hear podcasts. Golden State, L.A., Phoenix, all of these good teams. Denver, Milwaukee. Under, 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 over, under, under. And all of their explanations. They don't care about the regular season. I'm not betting the over. These players don't care. They just want to get to the playoffs. When those are your content creators and the narratives based on your biggest teams, why should I care? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm being serious. I might bring a basketball topic up during the season, but I'll totally mentally understand if you don't know and you don't care. Because the league has told us we don't care. Yeah. And so, like, now they're doing this 11th hour save of, no, 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 no. The regular season matters. You haven't told me that for a decade. And so I'll defend guys like LeBron, who actually think plays and likes to play. But then you got the Clippers. And then you've got James Harden in a fat suit. Like, then you have all of those. Jimmy Butler in Miami doesn't play all that many games. You just, you go through these lulls of, This team's on my TV and their best players aren't playing. And they don't care about marketing their up-and-coming superstars. It's the dumbest thing ever. Hey, I know the Pacers might not be the greatest team, but Tyrese Halliburton's really good. Nope. Orlando Magic. Yeah, they're not going to be a 50-win team. But, man, Paolo Banquero, he might be the next big thing. Nope. SGA, first-team All-NBA. Here's four national games. I... They don't know what they're doing. And I I just think it's abundantly clear the last two years now. This league doesn't know how to get out of their own problems. Yeah, it's a really concerning thing when you do hear the network say we're looking at scaling back our broadcasting rights. I want to touch on something you said there because I do think a league has done it. It's already worked, and I'm wondering if it would work uh, in the NBA. Also, a little peekaboo. We're going to play that next. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. So you mentioned something there in that last segment about the NBA not promoting its young players. It's a, it's a absolutely fair criticism, and I don't know if this would be the same. Maybe the NBA is just a different sport, and the fandom of it is different. Yeah, I'm not going to turn this into a hockey segment, but we have mentioned Connor Bedard, who was the number one pick in the draft, plays for Chicago now. They put the NHL came out in their first two nights of being on television. They didn't put like you know who are the four best teams in the league. They obviously had the Stanley Cup champions on. They put Chicago on national TV the first two nights. This is one of the worst teams in the NHL the last couple of years. And you know what happened? They had their highest rated regular season game on ESPN ever. Mm, Interesting. It was the highest rated regular season game other than a winter classic. 
uh, I believe, when TNT aired their game because they were on ESPN one night and TNT the other night. Mm. And it's for a team that was terrible. They just had the number one pick, and it's like, let's see this guy. I don't know how often uh, Wemby is on national TV, but w- I, I feel like the same effect would take place. Like, if you put Wemby on national TV on opening night, I'm probably more interested in watching that than I am the Lakers. But my So, so my problem is I think Wemby actually has I, – I, I'd have to go check, but I'd imagine Wemby has a decent amount of ESPN – TNT exposure. I'll pull up their schedule for the first couple of weeks and see. But you're still you're you're still not even getting to what I'm saying. I'm not Wemby and Zion. Like, of course they're gonna be broadcasted and showcased, because guess what? Steph Curry and LeBron James are getting old. The faces of your league are getting old, and they're getting close to a point where LeBron might be three years away from retirement. Mm-hmm. Steph might be five or six. Like yeah. it's right around the corner. I'm talking about all the other ones too. It's not just Oh, trans, uh, trans, uh, what am I trying to say? Transcendent. Transcendent. Thank you. Transcendent (laughs) star player comes into the league and is built in a way we've never seen in human history here. He's on national television. That's great. You should do that. Uh, what about the other ones? Yeah. How many games is Paolo, who, by the way, was the number one pick in his draft, how many times is he on TV? I believe he was a rookie of the year too, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. So like it's, it's more than just a player. And it bothers me that that league still doesn't recognize it, and they don't recognize the harm they do. National audience, you could easily say, uh, Sprague, nobody cares about watching the Pacers and Halliburton. Fair, Fair point, okay? Fair point. I acknowledge that. Do you care about watching Jag Saints? I mean, you shouldn't. You really shouldn't. The Saints are an awful football team, and the Jags are probably playing without Trevor Lawrence tonight. But you do, and I get the NFL is the juggernaut of juggernauts. My point is the NFL doesn't waste time saying we're only caring about this team and this player. It's not a whole show. Sometimes it can be this way, but largely they're never all whole shows of just one team. You told me that Skip Bayless's dumb show yesterday did a whole show on just the Cowboys. Good. I bet nobody watched it. Uh, nobody does. Yep. Exactly. When you get shows that care about all of the things going on in your league, then you get people to buy in. The media does control some of the narrative. And when when Screaming A. Smith is on my television at halftime of Lakers-Knicks just ranting and raving on how all the star players should be in New York because, man, how good is this game? Uh, yeah, you're going to get most of America who isn't in those cities caring. They're not going to care about the other stuff. So, like, again, you've created your own problem. You have done this to yourself. And I don't know how you get out of it. I'm still going to consume it because I like basketball. But I'm done defending it, and I don't blame anybody that tells me it's irrelevant. I don't care. Uh, Wembenyama is on national TV a ton to that point. He's on his, his first game against Dallas. They're on ESPN next Wednesday, so a week from, what, yesterday. Uh, TNT in Phoenix the next week. ESPN, like, two weeks after that. So he does have a bunch. To your point, though, on Bancaro, this is so funny how we treat different stars differently. Rookie of the year. He's going to year three, Bancaro is now, right? No, rookie is no, year two. Last years. year was his rookie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he was great as a rookie, one rookie of the year. They have one nationally televised game all year. It is on, I mean, they have a couple of NBA TV games. Those I don't, don't count. Th- those, don't, those count. don't count. They have a TNT game against Oklahoma City on February 13th. How many? Oklahoma City probably has like five. <laughs> yeah. And they have a first team, all NBA guy. Chet's playing this year. Giddy is fun. To, like, 
they were a playoff team last year too. I mean, I know play, play in, team, in, but yeah, sure, they yeah. were in the playoffs. Well, I think they're going to be the team of the West. That's my that's one of my NBA mm. takes that we're never going to get on the air. Is I think Oklahoma City is going to be top five in the West this year. I just seven. Do. I'm counting seven Oklahoma that's City nationally televised. There's games. probably 15 Knicks games, and yeah. I'm just like, get it off my TV. <laughs> yeah, the Knicks are Jalen Brunson dribbling around and doing nothing else. Yeah, I think our sports, baseball and and basketball, are in very similar spots where you're just you're looking for ways to try and find your Regu- trying to make your regular season matter and mean something. Like somebody had texted in Vancouver for a text line and said, uh, if the league cared so much about the regular season, why are they rolling out this stupid midseason tournament? I think that's exactly why they're doing it. People aren't interested in regular season NBA games, so they're trying to give you something in the regular season that will get people talking and discussing who's going to win the tournament. That's exactly what it is. That's what they're yeah. trying to do because people don't care about the regular season. And I've always argued in baseball, like there's nothing really wrong with becoming a big regional sport. Like People in our market will absolutely care and watch Blazer games all season long. The question becomes in sports like this, how do you get the viewer that doesn't have a rooting interest in your matchup to watch a game that doesn't really matter? And that's a really difficult thing to solve. You can give me all the names and the faces you want. You could tell me LeBron's playing Steph in October on TNT. It's like, I okay, I've seen them play 20,000 times, and I this game doesn't mean anything. You can watch it just because it's on television. That's your argument. But it doesn't mean anything when you have such a long regular season. I think ultimately I continue to land, and this is old curmudgeon Basketball person hates this too, but I I just think I'm there. If you're talking about how to boost the interest and get people to care more, like Silver wants to steal soccer's idea, okay, steal their regular season schedule too. Because playing three, four games a week, like you do tend to find a game and you go, I don't care. They're going to lose. They're going to win. Doesn't matter. There's 68 more games. <laughs> Some of your most exciting moments in your league have been having an eight-seed New York Knicks team make the NBA Finals and the bubble season. And Hell, the, even Miami last year, coming out of nowhere, it's like, oh, my God, are they really going to the final? They didn't got bounced. Right. But, but you would have more Miami upsets like that. You would have more of that if your season yeah. was shortened. And also, you didn't play. Like, you had a set thing. Playing two games this week. And fans can, like, fan, diehard fans are not who I'm talking about here. So Blazer fan rolling their eyes yeah. at this, this ain't for you. Yeah, they'll be there no matter what. Yeah, this this is for the others that used to watch basketball. And for, you know, if the politics aren't involved, then you just, whatever, you just fell out of love with the sport. It's not as good anymore. Whatever the reason, I just think you would get more juice doing shorter seasons yeah. and having only, like, two games a week. And also, it's more rest for the players. Like, it kind of answers all of your problems here. I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't give you better ratings, but at this point, like I think almost any other idea would. Yeah, I'll be curious to see where it goes, where the next TV deal goes, what they get, what the other third or fourth partners are looking for, what TNT and ESPN's footprint looks like. TNT and the NBA has been simpatico for a long time, and I look forward to that, and so I don't know what their package would look like, but just interesting times ahead for the NBA, and the season begins next week. I know Apple's doing the MLS, and people do like it. I, I think Prime would be a very interesting partner yeah. for them. They they do football very well. They do. Uh, I love the way they do their broadcasts. I like it a little more than Apple TV. So seeing the streaming partner that jumps up into this race with the uh, the TV contract is going to be fascinating. Absolutely, it will. Uh, let's close up with some peekaboo, a poll question, and Thursday night football next on the fan. I want to read some thoughts on the uh, YouTube chat feature. 
I didn't expect you to do uh, NBA basketball as much as you did today. Well, it's kind of, you know, we're kind of, it's that Thursday. I'm not really that excited for Thursday night football. We oh. got some football stuff for tomorrow. So I don't, I just saw the report on the broadcasting rights and I'm, that kind of stuff is very interesting, interesting to me. And I know that you're passionate about it. And so sometimes you got to do segments for your co-host. You well, know, that's what we do. you kind of did a, did us a favor tomorrow. Dirt and Sprague on Friday, you did us a favor of teeing up. We got a lot of college football games this weekend. Ex- exactly. Uh, a couple of thoughts here. Cody had mentioned, it's not about the play on the court. It's about who's going to what team when it's more about the soap opera than a game you have a problem. I agree 100% of that. And I'm if I made it seem like it was just the on-court, I'm, I'm with you. No, we've ran out about that, that a lot. Yeah, I hate it. This, Jim, this yeah. James Harden, this Jimmy Harden stupid. thing. Just go to China, man. Yeah. Just just do it. Just go sell out. Go make Tap $100 billion. Out, whatever. <laughs> well, it used to be in the days of Jordan, you go back to um, the, the Showtime Lakers with Magic and the crew. The game, how they played, their personalities on the court, it was an event. Yeah. And the problem then became somehow they lost it. They still wanted it to be an event, but there's there's been a disconnect with the players of that era to the current ones every stinking night. Yeah. Uh, some other comments. Mike said the best option is a 62-game season, 31 home, 31 road. Uh, games mean more. Players will have less need to load manage, and they'll need to play because one win will matter more than it would in an 82-game season. I agree. And, oh, by the way, I actually think, let me add quickly, I've said it before, I think if you did something drastic like that, you could easily sell to your TV partners. Uh, it's the same price because people care a little more. The games mean a little more. For sure. And, oh, by the way, you want to get rid of super teams and these narratives that Cody alluded to? This is what you do. 60 games? All right, you got like 15 to figure that out, or you're not going to be where you want to be. Yeah, I've always wanted baseball. Not always, but as I've gotten older, I want baseball to do this where you end the regular season at the end of July, and your playoffs are in August. Going head-to-head with football is the dumbest thing that sport could do. Yeah, I agree. They have two playoff games tonight. One of them is now more interesting because Houston won, and it's going to go head-to-head against Thursday Night Football. And it's going to lose. I don't. Is that the late game? What's the first game today? Uh, the first game is the National League. Okay, so the so late game is the two, one that's more interesting. Yeah, five o'clock. <laughs> like, dude, you're gonna you have no chance. You have no chance to yeah. cut through. Your diehards will watch, but the NFL is on a streamer, and it's gonna get like six million exactly. more people to watch than you. Uh, Cordell said, "I stopped watching because the Blazers don't have a shot at a championship, and I got tired of rooting for a team that has no hope. The Mariners already filled that spot for me. Oh no, there's a dirt out there, <laughs> <laughs> an Andy Dirt Johnson I mean, out there. That's the way it feels, man. And yeah. so, um, yeah, somebody said I love watching Blazer basketball, even for a rebuild. But if I have to pay extra to get to the games, watch us." lose it's just not worth it make yeah. it easier to get to games in local areas so a lot of thoughts coming in including one text that read uh, i'm just going to watch more of the winter hawks this season hey, which you you, they scored 11 goals last night two they tagged hat-tricks. 11 two hat tricks in a game in a game they're the number one team in the chl man they're yeah no, they like, lost they're their loaded. opener on the road and they've won everything since and now they go on the road for a month loaded how about that? When is our first uh, dirt game? Uh, first TV game is the Teddy Bear Toss game, which is the second week of December. Oh, okay. Teddy Bear Toss, baby. It's almost vacation time. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're getting we're, we're inching up on it. A uh, little peekaboo, though, for you. Oh, by the way, quick college football note. Yeah. The over-under in the Minnesota-Iowa game is now tied for the lowest college football under in the last 20 years. Bet the under. It is down to 31 and a half points. Let's do this together. So the other games that, that tie it were, of course, Iowa games. Iowa-Kentucky, which Iowa won 21 to nothing, under hit. And Iowa-Minnesota, which was in 2022, Iowa won 13 to 10. So this is tied for the lowest under in the last 20 years. The other two that were 31 and a half both hit the under. Has a college football team ever had the greatest defense and the worst offense in the country in the same season? 
Because that might be Iowa. I mean, let's let's pump the brakes a little bit on the best defense. Let's. I mean, pump to the brakes a little bit to on have that. a chance to still go to a Big Ten a title game bit. with that offense. Because they're in the worst division in all of college no, football, I mean, and the Big Ten is stupid, and they still do divisions. Okay, and well, nobody else does right. divisions anymore. Kind of well, I joke. guess the SEC still does, but Alabama and Georgia are on opposite sides, so they can so actually personal. play in the yeah, okay. conference championship. But instead, the Big Ten is going to make yeah. us watch Wisconsin yeah. or Iowa okay. instead of Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State playing, who are clearly the three best teams in their conference. Should we bet the under collectively for spraying the line? <laughs> yes, we should. Dude, Minnesota's offense sucks. It's so bad, and so does. Yeah, they can't score. So I think we well, I think we should collectively, one of our three picks should be the under on that game. Uh, which of these games are you most excited for? Bama, Tennessee, Miami, Clemson, Duke, Florida State, Utah, USC. I'll tell you tomorrow. Okay. We'll talk some college football tomorrow. Listeners say Utah, USC ran away with it. Really? Uh, Alabama, Tennessee came in second. I was kind of surprised by no that. No Penn State, Ohio State on that? That's the big, That's the easy answer. That's Of course, everybody. It's top 10, undefeated. Like, that's too easy. Thanks for so answering I, that question we I got on Twitter. excluded that right. one from the poll question. Thursday Night Football tonight. Do we got anybody? Yeah, I'm taking the Saints. Saints? Getting points with the Saints. Anybody? Bet the under. I'm or bet. no, I'm taking the Jags. I'm sorry. The okay. under. Jags in the under. Jags in the under sounds yeah. like the play. If you miss any of the show today, the Service Patriot Podcast, you can find it at 1080thefan.com. After it's breaking out, 1080thefan, they are your home for comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Shout out to all of our people who watched on YouTube today. We love you. Cupcakes the show will be available. Cupcakes tomorrow. Cupcakes tomorrow. So watch on YouTube. We're going to be eating cupcakes live on the air. You guys are going to end up with crap all over your face looking like <laughs> idiots. Uh, that will do it for us. Thanks for being a part of our Thursday, everybody. We will talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Colin is next. Listening to 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.